here for it. Sweet. Well, welcome to my podcast, Soul Sweat Radio. I'm super excited to have you. Oh, I'm super excited to be goodness. here. So, girl, <laughs> what has been going on? Like, how have you been doing during this quarantine? Lord have mercy. <laughs> I'm hanging in there. You know, this quarantine went from like two weeks to what, like 20 weeks? Yeah. So <laughs> it's been a long time. We are homeschooling and working from home and trying to avoid going out in public as much as possible. But man, now that it's hot, I, all I want to do is go swimming. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. I was actually. <laughs> At work, the day the governor said, listen, all restaurants and bars are closing the next day. And I'm just like, yeah, I could have stayed home. Like, <laughs> she announced it 30 minutes after I clocked in. I'm like, well, it's fine. And in. <laughs> back in March. And I'm like, well, this is life. And yeah. we're doing the same thing. Actually, our routine hasn't really changed much. My Because we live with yeah. my grandma. So my grandma and Cody are still both going to work. And I'm home with the dog. So like I was doing that anyway when I was in school. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not much has changed. Just go to the store and Petco. I feel like our dogs are going to be so confused when this is over. If we ever leave the house again. Like they're going to be so upset. He's going to, I'm like, I can't. Three months of us being home. Yeah. I'm like, I either need to continue working from home or have a job that lets me bring my pups. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not fair. Yeah, I'm like really concerned with like mm-hmm. fall term. I mean, he's good for for like five hours by himself. Like he's yeah. fine, but I'm just like, holy crap. Ugh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I feel it. I have like watched your journey without even knowing you were going through anything. Like, <laughs> I'm serious because when you know we were following each other on Instagram, and I I think I reached out. For like beach body stuff, because you know, yeah. messaging was a thing. So yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. That's okay. Oh, okay. I was like, hey, it's Sierra. I don't even mind. Right. Like, I'm just <laughs> like, I know her. Like, she's a healthy person. I'm a healthy person. Let's be healthy together. You know, like, let's just connect. <laughs> yeah. And so, but since then, I have like watched you just to start like glowing and lighting up and like that there's one post that you posted and like it's just a selfie and I'm just like dude like I like I was really like you are glowing and you were Aww. and it was something that was just from the inside out like you had done a lot of inner work and inner healing yeah that yeah like it was just very obvious especially with your eyes like you your eyes just looked so crystal clear. I feel like for like the first mm-hmm. time, and it was just, it was just really cool to see. It was really cool. Thank it was really you. Inspiring. I love that. Yeah. That means a lot. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, of course. And like every post I see, it's just, even if you're like, not really feeling like it, like you know, do anything, oh, you're yeah. still that glow is still there, and it's still yeah. getting brighter, and it's just, it's just so cool. Um. I love that. And I think that means a lot because, I mean, your followers probably don't know this, but we've known each other since, what, sixth grade? Yeah. Like, we won um, a chili cook-off contest. So Holy let's crap. put that out there. 
Yes. I told my husband that yesterday. I fucking forgot about like I forgot we went, there were parties we having Andrew Stacks yeah. chill like deer chili and that shit was so good. <laughs> I didn't try it because it had deer in it. <laughs> but I just remember ours, we had like six bags of cheese. Yeah. And I was like, look, I don't we're just gonna keep pouring it in. Yeah, there. I don't even my first and only time making chili. First and same. <laughs> I don't even eat chili. I don't even eat chili. I, my grandma will like, make my it. My kids love it. But... My grandma will make it, and we're just like, cool. And so it's on like those rainy, shitty days. Yeah. Where it yeah. makes sense. It's always the rainy gray days. Yeah, we have. Like, I'll, I'll eat it if I put a whole bunch of cheese on top and some crackers. <laughs> but just beans and liquid, I'm like, no, that's not for me. Yeah, it's, it's chili's weird, you know? You either like it's it or weird. you don't. Yeah. Kind of situation. It's like a thick soup. Yeah. No. But it's not beef stew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. But we did win. Yes. So there's that. Yes. And like <laughs> sixth grade, we went to high school. We were like in the same project for American Studies class. I totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I just heard, like that's probably the project that stands out the most because I'm just like, oh cool. In my head I'm like, I've got all the smart people. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> so I'm just like, yes. <laughs> oh, it was just Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it was yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Just looking back and thinking like we're probably like what, eleven years old and we're in our late twenties now. Exactly. That's like over 10 years. Bruh, what the fuck? I can't handle this right now. <laughs> we're in our late 20s. Oh, I know. Like My birthday's in 10 days. I will turn 27 in 10 days and I'm just like, ooh. And it's like a halfway quarantine birthday, but not a not a whole quarantine birthday. Yeah. You could probably get something good to eat. Yeah, we're going to um, his mom's house because we were going there like once a week anyway before this happened. So we just continued yeah. it. And yeah, it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty crazy. Pretty great. My first quarantine birthday, which is weird. I don't really celebrate my birthday very much because there's summertime and everyone's on vacation during that time in school. Oh yeah. So it's just like, fam, let's go out to dinner. (laughs) (laughs) We're the only ones here. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. So, yeah, so I have some questions just to kind of, okay. you know, let listeners know just like who you are, what happened, yeah. and it's all like self work stuff. And then I have like relationship questions. They're fun ones though, okay. yeah. Because I'm like I'm just hella okay. nosy too. So, <laughs> me too. Me all too. right, it's <laughs> probably why we got along. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so. First question is, so we grew, both grew up in the same town. So what was your experience yeah. growing up in our hometown? Oh, oh gosh. Um, I think when I first moved there, I was just like, these people are a little bit crazy <laughs> because I moved there in elementary school and I remember one guy, I won't, I won't name names, but we ended up. Um, being friends later on and he hit on me and once I was in college but when I first moved there he was he would call me Oreo and nappy head and everything um because I was probably just a new kid and my mom didn't do my hair and 
they said I talked white and everything else. And I was like, what? And it was my first time being in a school that wasn't majority Mexican. And it was majority white. And I was like, where where are all the Mexican people? (laughs) Like, no one speaks Spanish. What's going on? Like, everyone in California speaks Spanish. Um, Yeah, so it was just really weird. Like, it was probably the first time I thought of myself as mixed. Um, It was just weird. And then once we hit probably middle school, I realized how separated um, the town was. I was like, okay, there's Lombard and there's Churchill. And Churchill is on the nice side of town and Lombard is on the bad side of town. And then I thought about it more and I was like, wait, so you just mean black and white, like Lombard's on the black side and and Churchill's on the white side. Um, And it was funny because I was actually just thinking about that earlier. I was looking at all the people we went to school with and I was like, of all the people who were the smart kids, but did bad stuff, like the ones who were drinking on the weekend and smoking or whatever, um, all of them are pretty successful if they came from either... Uh, what was that school called? Costa? Costa? The Catholic school? Yeah, like the Catholic school. Yes. Okay, if they went to the Catholic school or they went to Churchill, they're doing great. No matter what they were doing in high school. But the people who were doing the drinking and the partying who didn't come from the good side of town aren't really doing that great. (laughs) So I'm like, our, our town was very, very much a picture of America as a whole. Uh, but I don't think I realized it until I left. Yeah, it was one of those things too. Were like same, like going to like I went to Churchill, I went to Gale, I went to Silas, like I went to yeah. like the good elementary schools and like the good, you know, junior high. Yeah. And then when high school hit, that shit does not matter. You're all there, You're all in one but school. you could tell who yeah. went to Costa, who went to Churchill, yeah, and who went to Lombard. I was literally talking to my sister about 100%. this because they're closing Churchill. Yeah, what? I just found out like they're closing Churchill, and I'm just, I'm just like, so everyone's yeah, going to Lombard. Everyone's going to go into Lombard. So it's going to be Lombard and Costa. Wait, did the town lose that many people? I don't even know because I feel like there's more people. Like that's a lot. Yeah, of kids. but think about it, Lombard. But no, you're right though. You could, you could totally tell like who went to Lombard because like Churchill was ninety five percent white Absolutely. people. Like we got to the high school and I was like, where are all these black people coming yeah. from? Like. What's Were you just on? as confused as I was? And I'm just like, was, wait, there's more black yes. people? Like, yes, I was like, I thought it was just the 10 of us at Churchill. Yeah. Like, like all, and like all of us at Churchill. Because <laughs> I grew up less than a block from Churchill. Yeah. yeah. I grew up less than a block from Churchill. So all the black people I saw were the ones from school. And it was, yeah, like all of us were mixed except maybe like three yeah. people. And like, I thought that was it. Yeah. You know, like. I did too. Yeah. It was just. But I think it's so crazy how we were so easily brainwashed into thinking Lombard was the bad school and it was on the bad side of town and really we had no reason to go over there if we didn't go to Lombard like except the Churchill Lombard game like yeah no one went over there yeah pretty much like that was the only reason why we ever went over there and now it's just like especially with everything going on it's very it is just very like what you said America today and it's unfortunate but yeah, I had similar experiences. This shows the power difference. Yeah, I definitely had the similar experience, especially like with the the name calling like Oreo or like you yeah. like you act white or you talk white. Yeah. And you talk my white. first response was like I didn't know you could talk a color. I always because I'm that. such a my stepdad's a smart ass and he 
thank God made me and my sisters have like some tough ass skin. And yeah, I always used to say that. Like, you can't talk yeah. about color. I'm like, you can get talk color? Like, that's cool. Can you talk blue? What? Like, <laughs> what? It just, it made no sense to me. But like you said, we were very easily like no. brainwashed. And when I moved out here, I didn't know how like white the state of Oregon was. Oh, it's, it's so, so white. white. Like, yeah. Like all the Pacific Northwest. Yes. White, white. And I didn't realize that yeah. until I moved here. But when I was, I was yeah. on campus. So at U of O. So I saw it was more, you know, um, like Asians and Middle Eastern and then just mm-hmm. everyone from all over the world. And yes, yeah. there were Black people. There's a Black student union um, that I was a part of for a little bit. And it was still even that was just very an interesting experience. The, yeah. 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 I feel like when I, probably by the time I got to my sophomore mm-hmm. year of high school, I was like, I'm leaving and I'll never come yeah. back. Like, I'm just, I'm not. And so I, I, I went home to California. I was like, no, like I need, I need the diversity and not just, oh, we have this one Black person here, but, like, actual, genuine diversity where multiple people of different backgrounds are accepted, and I just, I didn't always feel like we got that. Yeah, it was, I definitely felt like I was having to, on a subconscious level, prove that I wasn't, like, a ghetto Black girl. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, for like, sure. Like, I still, to for today, sure. I feel like I have to prove that, and I'm just like, no, like, you're going to listen to what I have to say. I'm going to speak my mind. And if I have a little neck roll, that shit's going to come out. Like, and I have a neck yeah, roll. Like, <laughs> that doesn't make me an angry black girl. It doesn't make me a ghetto black girl. It just makes me who exactly. I am. Like, I think especially, especially when we came from Churchill and we went to the high school, we had to show that we weren't um, what everyone thought the Lombard girls yes. were. And they weren't like that either. Like, it was so messed up for us to think that. But because we had been around so many white people growing up, it was like, we have to talk white and we have to act white and we have to be with the white kids. And, like, we have to get get the better grades and, like, join all the clubs and all that stuff and cheerleading and, like, which I love cheerleading. Yeah. And, like, love. (laughs) So much. Oh, Oh my God. But, yeah. So I was just wondering the experience because it was just something that I've been thinking about especially everything going on like huh like one of her experience was and then I know you're really big on like self-care yeah do you all about do you think that us growing up in a smaller town and having being less like fast-paced kind of ingrained in us that like self-care is somehow important and it's on a subconscious level for me no because I spent so much time wanting to not be Mm -hmm. in a small town um I think just being a military brat like I knew small towns weren't the only thing there and so I was like I don't I don't want to be like this and I spent so much time and effort like trying to hang out with the cool kids and the popular kids and trying to be cool and popular and make sure that like what I was doing was fun and and engaging even though it wasn't Um, like I never just wanted to sit at home and be still. I always wanted to be out of the house. And so I think it took a rewiring actually after I left Galesburg to be like, wait, you just need to sit down (laughs) and like, think about yourself and be alone for a minute. Like just relax. 
but I think it, it should have done that, but I was so focused on getting out of there that I, I didn't even see Yeah, that. same. Like, I was, I think, like, freshman, sophomore year of high school, after I joined Upper Bound and saw, like, just different places, I was just like, there's other schools. Like, I don't have to stay in Illinois. I don't even have to stay in the Midwest. I can go wherever right. I want. I can make it work. And my cousin, Jordan, yeah. he went to U of O, he's a U of O alumni, and he talked up so much that, like, I was looking at my GPA, what I needed, how much it was going to cost, like, all yeah. of those things, so I'm like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not staying here, and I feel like a lot of people yeah. doubted, doubted me that I would actually go away for school, Yeah, and yes, I came back, but that was literally for my mental health, your girl was not doing well, yeah. But then I left yeah. again. College, college does it. Yeah. I think that's such a small town thing too. It's like, oh, you're not going to leave and you're not going to leave. And it's it's like more exciting for people from a small town to go to like the biggest state school. Like I remember how excited everyone was and they're like, we're going to U of I, we're going to U of I. And I'm like, that's really cool and good for you, but don't make me feel bad because I want to leave. Yeah. Like, that's, that's your own thing and I'm happy for you and you can be yeah. happy for me. And they're just like, why Oregon? Like, dude, I'm like, why not you know why, why not? not I was watching the football games before they even like for so long as well but I'm like I'm going there because football's like my sport yeah. I love it <laughs> but yeah. yeah no I don't and U of O is that's oh, a good it's, program it's so good <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah Pac-12 oh insane. my goodness yeah so with all the self-work that you've done um do you think that that is what attracted or like manifested your current husband mm, yeah <laughs> 100% um I would not be in a successful marriage if I didn't do self-work beforehand like I just I can't even say how important it is to really know yourself and to spend time by yourself and be completely okay 100% alone like nothing on on the radar like not posting on social media not waiting for likes not waiting for texts just by yourself mm-hmm. um and I don't I don't think we would have a su- successful marriage without that yeah I, I definitely agree with you on that from just from my own perspective from my own experience um there because I was like always a single friend and to me I'm like that's fine. Like, I don't need no man. You know, it was, I went to yeah. school, I, went, I did my things, and then I came home. Did I want a boyfriend? Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, that is so much pressure. I can't even handle it. Like, it's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 It's definitely, it's definitely interesting. Have you, um, yeah, I was the total opposite. Like, I always had a boyfriend. Yeah. Um, like, always. I, I think probably like junior high. And I was just like, boyfriend, 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 boyfriend. Um, and it wasn't because I, I needed a boyfriend. It was just because I was like, this is what you have to do. Like, you get a certain age. And if you're popular, you have a boyfriend. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll have a boyfriend. Um, and I, I, I liked the guys I was with, of course. But it's not like it was like a real boyfriend. Like, we didn't do anything. So, I, like, you're going on dates in, like, yeah. middle school. Um it was just one of those popularity ticks, like check off the list, I have a boyfriend, check off the list, I have straight A's, check off the list, I'm a cheerleader, like, woo, yay. But then I got to college. Well, I broke up um, 
Now, my boyfriend broke up with me my senior uh-huh. year of high school. Um, and then just totally, like, destroyed everything in my self-worth. Because I was like, wait, who am I without Yeah, because you guys were together for and a And that should have been the first time. Yeah, we were together for, like, yeah. three and a half years. And it was like, who am I without this person? And I promised myself after that that I would – I would never let that happen again. Like I was like, I can't be so entwined with someone else that I have no idea who I am. So that started my self-work journey. And then in college, it deepened. Um, but I kind of lost it in my mm-hmm. first marriage. Um, kind of forgot what I was supposed to do. And like, I'm completely okay by myself. And so after um, we separated, then I started this whole self-work, self-care journey of just focus on me. Don't focus on anyone else don't like be worried about dating and another marriage and whatever I was like I'll never get married again like I'm all by myself forever and then um when I was in a good place in my self-care journey I, I met my husband that is so awesome oh <laughs> I saw, the first time I saw the picture I was just like look at that right there who was that and it's like it was just so everyone was like it was like, just what? so cute like, I was like I don't know I just got so happy for you because you just look like you're in a healthy relationship and just like happy and I felt like, it, yeah, for me, you know, for me going off like Instagram, you know, I yeah. feel like when I saw pictures <laughs> of your first marriage, it was very, um, like quick, if that makes yeah. sense. I don't know. Like, it was just like, like a tick, like we were talking about, like, yeah. okay, like I did this, like, cool, we're good. Kind of a situation, yeah. like kind of like a checklist. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was for sure. Like I, um, I write a lot in my book about how I, I realized that we shouldn't get married, but I, I felt so much pressure to be like that perfect mm-hmm. person, to be the perfect child, perfect woman, whatever. Um, that I was like, no, like you committed to this person, you're going to get married. And I, I knew that we shouldn't get married before we got married, but I did it because I was like, Ooh, what, what does that make me if I don't get married? And I said, I was going to get married. Like, am I a failure? Mm-hmm. What, what happens? Um, but it turns out if you don't think you should get married, you shouldn't get married because that's way easier to end it than a divorce. But um, yeah, like getting married was like a, a checkbox. Like I was like, we've been dating for five years. Like we're supposed to get married. Now mm. this is what we do. So, yeah. I didn't know you guys were together that long. Yeah. We got together um, in 2012 and then we separated or our divorce was final in 2018 hmm. yeah interesting interesting yeah. i'm just nose i didn't know that mm-hmm. thing yeah, just a nose little person over here <laughs> uh, so you guys so you and your husband have been together for how long so we how'd have you meet been together <laughs> we okay. met at work <laughs> so uh we were actually introduced via email um, and one of my former staff members always says, like, he deserves all the credit because he forwarded me the email. Um, but yeah, we were introduced over email, and I was like, who is this person with such a weird name? My husband's name is Corian. Um, and I was like, what? What is this? Um, and we just emailed back and forth, and then we met a couple weeks later at a conference. And someone was like, oh, Corian, this is Teresa, the one that emailed you. And I was just like, oh, what? <laughs> this is the email that I've been ignoring because um, I was sitting at the table in front of him and as soon as he walked in I noticed mm-hmm. him like our school I worked at Cal State Long Beach um, in SoCal which you would think has many more black staff members but they don't especially not mm-hmm. black men 
And so I saw him and I was like, <laughs> you look like you a look snack. Like a snack. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was sitting at the table behind me. Um, and I just kept like turning back and staring at him. And every time I did that, he was staring at me. So I was like, okay. <laughs> and then we went, um, we had a snack break and we got formally introduced and been together ever since pretty much. We, um, so that was February, 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got married in July. So we dated for five months. Oh my God. Married. That's so awesome. So how did you, how did you know? Yeah. How'd you know he was the one? Uh, God. Yep. um it's crazy what God will do when you actually involve him in your life and you listen to him and you sit in his presence um but yeah we we talked via email for a couple weeks and he has two little girls and so we talked about that and I was like can I be a stepmom like what does that what does that mean um and then we went on our first date about a month after Mm -hmm. meeting and then um, that, then after that, we did a, like a fancy date the next week. And then I went, traveled for like four weeks. I was in Hawaii and then I was in Wisconsin, I think. And then I went to Australia um, and then I came back and he asked me to be his girlfriend for like legit. And I was like, yep. <laughs> so you just went on these days and then you're just like, okay, I'm out for four weeks. Like, see ya. And- yeah, it was funny because awesome. when we when we talked the very first time in person, he had just gotten back from a vacation and I was like, oh, I can't wait for my vacation. Like I'm going to Hawaii in a couple of weeks. Um, and so we both knew like that it was coming up and we were talking and we were dating this whole time. We were being very, very um, purposeful in mm-hmm. our dating. Like we um, we stayed celibate and we prayed every day and we did devotionals and all that stuff. Um, and we asked a lot of hard questions. Like, I was like, you have two kids. We're both divorced. Like, is this a good idea? What can we expect? What are your triggers? Um, and we talked about everything before we were even boyfriend and girlfriend. Because we were like, neither one of us wants to get married and divorced yes. twice. We're like, we will do the divorce one time and God will be with us in this time. And we're not going to get married until we know that this is what God's called for us. Oh, my God. You literally just answered all the questions. Because yeah. I was just, I was literally just like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because the same thing happened with Cody and I, I got out of a really yeah, not great relationship, super negative and toxic. And it was yeah. one of those things for, it's just like two weeks into the, that relationship. I knew it was not, I was checked out. Like yeah. I was checked yeah. out and he was my first. And I did that on purpose because I knew we weren't going to like be together. Like, and I'm just like, yeah. Okay. We're not going to be in my head. I'm like, we're not going to be together. So like, let me just have them like practice, like relaxing those <laughs> muscles. And then like, yeah, that when we break up, I have like my whole moment. So then when I get in this, like my next relationship, yeah. I know that like, I'm not like having fun ready, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was exactly. my thought process. And then, yeah. so we broke up and I was just like, all right, cool. So, like, I had two solid months of literally just me, like, driving to and from work. So, it's like, a 30-minute drive each way. I had a playlist yeah. of, like, badass girl groups. So, like, Destiny's Child, yeah. um, 3LW, like, Little Mix, you know, they yeah. me, like, those breakup, yeah. like, women empowerment songs. I was feeling myself. Oh, yeah. And... 
I had Cardi B. Oh yeah, I, it was like thirty minutes <laughs> twice a day, every day for two months, and I was still going out. I had Tinder when it was free, so I was using that, and I was actually <laughs> dating someone, um, like the second month, and then Cody was was my ex's like coworker friend. So when I first met Cody mm-hmm. on Fourth of July, twenty fifteen. Oh my god, the things we remember. <laughs> I instantly worked out. like we had a right. connection in my head. The first thought was like, "Shit, I should have gone for the friend." And I never had that <laughs> thought process before. I'm very like a one track person. And the fact yeah. that mine even wandered, I'm just like, "No, like I'm like, not a homie hopper. Like, what is this?" <laughs> you know. But yeah, I definitely get it. We so we have those hard conversations too because we talked on a Tuesday. By Thursday, we were hanging out. Um, like we met up and hung out by ourselves for the first time and we spent that mm-hmm. entire weekend together and by the end of that weekend we are saying I love you so Aww. it was just one of those things where like I experienced that a few of my friends who I work with have experienced that so like is I was more like yeah. is that like a universal thing where you know you you have those conversations you you date yeah. with a purpose you date with the intent of getting married and I made that very clear to him and he did too yeah. he's like he's like I'm not like, he's like, I'm at the point where like, I'm not going to date or have a girlfriend unless I know it's going to end in marriage. I'm like, I feel the exact same way. You know, like, I don't, I don't, I don't have time to play games. Like I'm too old for this shit. I think it's like 22, yeah. <laughs> 23. I'm like, I'm too old for this shit to play games. I'm like, who am I? <laughs> like, wait a minute. That's the perfect game like, to play games. But, you know, it's just one of those things. So I was just super curious to see yeah, no, same else. thing. Yeah. yeah, we were just, I mean, being divorced just teaches you so much stuff that you like never wanted to know, but mm-hmm. needed to know type of thing. And we both had the conversation with ourselves before we even met each other of like, no, like if we're going to date someone for real, for real, it's going to be for marriage. And especially for him, because mm-hmm. he had kids. Like if he's going to have a girlfriend, like needs to be someone he's going to marry. Um, and I was just like, I'm not wasting my time. Like, if God hasn't called to be in my life, then yeah, peace out. Um, like, I'm just, I'm not here for it. And we wanted to date um, the way that we believed was, like, the right way to date. So we followed the Bible and we followed all of those things. And it was something we hadn't done in our first marriage. And not that we could say that's why it didn't work for either of us. But we were like, hey, we're going to make sure that it, it does work this time. So, that is awesome. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, what is it like being a stepmom? Because I have I have step parents, and I it's two very different yeah. relationships between my step dad and my stepmom. Um, yeah, but like I'm super curious because I'm a stepchild. So, like, what what is that like? Yeah, um, it's fun. It's hard. It's rewarding. It's Nothing I ever dreamed of, but everything that I wanted my life to be. Um, I always wanted to be a mother, but I never pictured myself being pregnant. Like, I never had that vision for my life. And I didn't know what that meant until I met Corian. Um, And I was like, I can be a mother without having my own biological kids. And mothering them is plenty of motherhood <laughs> for me. Um, we have a 50-50 schedule, so they're with us exactly 50% of their time. Um and it's fun. It's, it's hard for sure. Um, 
I'm 26, almost 27, and our, our oldest is 10. So it's like I would have been a teen mom yeah. to have her. <laughs> um, and then our our youngest is five, oh. almost six. So it's, it's very interesting. I think it's, it's a good place because um, I met them not too long after we had started dating, um, but before we were married. So we kind of had this vibe going together. I made sure that I... I made time for just the three of us and sometimes just one-on-one with each of the girls so that we could build a relationship. Mm. Um, but yeah, they're just, they're super sweet little angels. And when they're not, then I'm like, all right, let's get some discipline some structure in here and let's keep going. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love it. That's love awesome. It. Yeah. Cause being a step-parent is hard. I, I don't know, but I, hard. as like the step-child, you know, yeah. You, sure it's you almost know. like you don't know where to go, if that makes sense. You know, like yeah. my stepdad's yeah. been around since I was seven. It's like, like he's my dad, you know, yeah. I have two dads. It's super cool. They both get along. Like my dad has mad respect yeah. for my stepdad because he was there when he wasn't. Um, and my yeah. stepmom, it was very different. There was always, in from my experience, like tension. And yeah. It wasn't like bad or good. It was just, it was just there. Um, there. Yeah, you could feel it. it. I could tell that it was just, you know, just one of those things. And I never blamed, like, I think on a subconscious level, like, I just, I never, like, blamed her for how she felt or any, like, or anything. Like, she provided for me. Like, she took care of me when I was at my dad's house. So she's my dad had to work. Like, she fed me. She clothed me. Like, She did all the things of like a parent's supposed to do, but it, yeah. as a kid, it was also obvious like I was not her child, in a sense. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. did she have yes. her own children? She has my sister okay. Ashley. Um, well, she's my stepsister, but my sister, and then after that, it was my um, sister Kira. And it was the three of us for a little bit, and then all everyone else was. Okay. <laughs> born afterwards but (laughs) yeah I I think that's a big thing that the girls get is early on we me and Corey told them like we're not having any more children um and so for them they understand like they're my daughters they're my babies they're I mother them um I'll never say I'm their mom because I have a mom and she's awesome um but they know that if they need another mother figure I'm Mm -hmm. the person um, and they refer to all of us as their parents. So all three of us are their parents and this is who they come to if they have issues. Um, and I've always been very upfront, like you're my daughter. I don't call them mm-hmm. my stepkids. I don't, I don't do any of that. Um, they call me Teresi. They don't, they don't call me mom or stepmom or whatever. Yeah. Cause, um, that's what my, yeah, that's what I call my parents. Like my parents, like I have two sets of parents. So like, yeah, like my parents here, like, yeah. or like my parents over there, like it was just my parents, you know, and it's one of those things yeah. too, like where we grew up, everyone knows whose child I am. <laughs> so yeah, it was just like, exactly. there was no doubt. Um, but it was just, yeah, like even to say, I'm just like, yeah, like I have two sets of parents and I'm the oldest yeah. of 12 siblings. I'm excited for, for our girls to get to that point. 12? Between both marriages. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's a lot. You're all, yeah, a lot. Yeah, I remember when you posted pictures of like a new baby, and I was like, "Oh, cute!" Yeah, yeah. 
no, I don't want to have any biological children, and we won't be having any. Um, no, I don't. I don't want to deal with the sleepless nights, and our kids will be ten yeah. years apart. Like, no. Okay. Um, I was like, but once they turn eighteen, we're supposed to go vacation. Exactly. <laughs> what do you mean? Exactly. I know. <laughs> and we can't with the, with the five year old. My mom. Like, oh my god, my mom's a trooper because she's got you know the two boys. <laughs> And so Carver yeah. was born the day we took the ACT, junior year. Cause, oh, Lord. Yeah, because Miss Satan was our, like, like my teacher instructor thing and still had my phone on. So yeah. I'm like, dude, mom's, like, in labor. And she's like, no, like, let us know what she's yeah. having. Share his pictures. And that's what I did. <laughs> and then I moved here back in 2015. And my mom was pregnant, but she didn't know. So before I moved out here, I was still back home. She didn't know she was pregnant for like the first three months. I'm like, girl, how do you what? not know? Oh, like what? Because she had so many kids. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> oh fuck, I don't even know. And it's just, like, I don't feel good. Yeah, but, I don't know. But, like, but she also takes, or at the time she's taking like anti-nausea medicine, like prescribed. So oh, like yeah. she just like, I'm not yeah, doing she's like, fuck it, you know. And she <laughs> tells me I'm like half asleep. I'm like. No, you're not. Like, whatever. Okay, I'm going to sleep now. Can I just tell people? You're like, I'm 21. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And I'm like, well, when are you due? And she's like, end of May, early June. And I'm just like, so you're due on my birthday. And she's like, she's like, no. And I'm like, you're due on my birthday. You're having a boy. You're due on my birthday. Like, that's literally what I told her. And she's like, you can't just plan these things. I'm like, I'm not planning. I'm stating a fact. Like, like he's gonna, it's going to be a boy. Right. And we're going to have the same birthday. 22 years apart in like three go. hours. That is hilarious. Yeah, I'm like, only like not crazy. Oh, probably because you're it. sharing your birthday, but I, I love. I'm like, that's the greatest birthday present because at this point, I'm used to having like so many siblings. I'm like, Psh, what's another one? Right. I feel like you're like the oh auntie. my god. Like, you want to go shopping? Let's like, go. Oh, like, that's that's what do you Cody. Want? He loves when my sister Maya when she's out here. He will spoil her, like she's his little sister like he treats her like a little sister and it's this uh it's so cute she probably looks like a guy's kid <sighs> probably sometimes like she turns 21 <laughs> next month and i'm just like what like, wait what what are you doing older? when did she's you graduating up? at the end of december it's just crazy so crazy um, okay so fine by another question what is the so what do you think is the foundation of your guys' marriage? Like, is it communication? Is it, you know, like, uh, that's the only one I can think of. <laughs> uh, yes. For us? Okay. Jesus. Sure. Um, 100%. And then after that, communication. Like, no question about it. Communication. We are very open. We tell each other every single thing on the planet um and we have since day one we um read the sacred search and i guess called how to be a man or something like that uh i'm gonna have to look it up so you can actually tell your followers what it is but um basically it it was two books about dating and, and being purposeful and marriage and things like that. And so from those two books, we took out of it a concept called safe zone. So if we ever have something we have to tell each other, it's like, you might get mad or I might get mad or we might feel the way we just say, Hey, safe zone. And then we say it mm -hmm. and then we talk about it. 
Um, and it's super important for us to talk about everything. Like we're in a blended family. We're both divorced. We both have baggage. Like we have to be able to talk and we have to be able to do it in a way that the other person doesn't feel like they're mm. being attacked. So that is so, is super so key. key. So key in relationships. Yeah. I, if it, if it wasn't for my past relationship, I would not be able to communicate with Cody as efficiently and like effectively as I could and clearly um and there are times too where yeah. like I have to walk away because I'm and he's like no we're talking about like no like I need to yeah. walk away and like gather my thoughts like I need to know what I'm feeling yeah and like so that I can yeah. tell it to you now it's at the point where he like he gives me like the space I need normally it's like 15 minutes max like just give me some like give yeah. me a minute to like bitch under my breath too (laughs) but yeah that's I feel like it's something that we were taught as kids like it was mentioned but not shown all the time yeah I feel like it was never mentioned or shown I'm like y'all just kind of threw us out into the world and we're like do your thing like they talked about communication in school in terms of like it's important to be an effective mm. communicator and public speaking and whatever else but in terms of like in a relationship how important it is to communicate like literally without communication yeah. you don't have a relationship like point blank period that's it like if you can't share what you're feeling with your partner or if you can't tell the truth if you can't say when you don't like what they're doing or when you don't like them like what's the that's point? very true my mom because there was one day I was like, my mom and I are on the front porch chatting, and I looked at her. I'm just like, how do you guys do it? You know, like in my eyes, like my mom's super mm-hmm. mom. Like that when she was working two jobs, she was like taking care of all of yeah. us, like still cooking when she came home from. I, no, I have a dog, and I don't even want to cook. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And I'm like, how do you and Spencer like you guys never fight? And I think at that time my friend's parents were having issues or they were fighting and like it was just some it was just I realized that my home life wasn't normal to what I saw but it's actually yeah your parents always seem so cute like I never met you're like your dad and your stepmom but your mom and your stepdad were just oh, always God, so I love cute them they're just like precious they're just so adorable <laughs> He's yeah, so big and, and she's so like, little. Gave him two sons. Like, have fun, mom. <laughs> right? Oh, man. Enjoy that. Time, They're going to be taller trip. than you. I laugh every sure. time the boys get in trouble. It's hilarious. But yeah, I asked her, I'm I just like, how do you do it? Like, how? Like, you guys don't fight. Like, why? I was just so confused. And she told me, she's yeah. like, communication. She's like, why do you think I'm always on you and the girls? Yeah. Do you communicate? You know, yeah. communicate your feelings, communicate what you're going through. You need to be able to communicate with us so you know how to do it out in the world. Yeah. And she told me, like, I'm like, but we yeah. don't have time to communicate. Like, you're with us all the time. And she's like, every night before we go to bed, <laughs> we have that time where we, like, sit in bed and, like, talk about our day and, like, have those conversations. I'm just like, oh, I just thought y'all went to sleep. Yeah, no, we start our day talking, we end our day talking, and if there's moments in the middle of the day where we have tension or there's an issue that we still need to be addressed, we'll go and we'll talk about it. Like, I, yeah. I hate letting stuff fester. Like, no, I'm just, I'm not about it. And 
Corey and I are the same way where we'll be like, okay, give me yep. 10 minutes and I'll come back to this. Yep. It was Cody's very one. much like, <laughs> no, we're going to talk about it. Talk about it now. And I'm like, listen, Linda, we're going to talk about it in like 10 minutes. Like <laughs> that used to be Corey. And then I would just sit there and I'd have nothing to say. And so he, mm. he bought me a journal. I can write down my feelings and give it to him and he can read it on his time and I'm writing it in my own time and then eventually we worked our way out of the journal but oh, wow. it was hard at the beginning I'm like I'm mad and I'm yeah. just mad so deal with it he's like no like yeah. why are you mad no I definitely have those <laughs> moments too where I'm just like it happened like over the weekend or like Monday or something like that I was just in a I was just in the mood I was just in the mood and <laughs> I knew it was mainly like hormonal stuff and I knew it was coming, but it, it was one of those things too where I still get frustrated that my, I'm, I feel so out of control with those emotions. Yeah. And at this point he knows and he's just, yeah. he's just like, people be like, oh, is she okay? He's like, she just in a mood. She'll be fine. <laughs> she just needs a minute. Yep, and I once I have my moment, I come back and I'm good. I just had to like, do you ever have to talk yourself, um, like down a lot from like, yeah, going crazy? I'm like, you're being so dramatic right now. Like, just sit down and relax. Yeah, no, all the time. But it's funny because we have two girls, and so I'm like, you know, this is your life forever. Yeah, this is what you got. I know Cody he wants to go survive I'm like you want another me like I want you to really think about what you're putting to the universe yeah because I'm dramatic as hell and you want yeah ours are ours are very dramatic and very much me and they have no me in them biologically but it's so funny when they say stuff that I say like, you can see clearly, like, what stuff they do because I do it, what stuff they do because their mom does it, what stuff they do because their dad does it. And I'm like, ooh, they're not even biologically mine. Oh, my God. Like, can you imagine? I know. It's one of those things. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? A puppy's enough. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> oh, my God. I was not ready a for a puppy. Yeah. No, I always say we're a family of six. We have two human children and we have two pop children. Yeah, when, when we got Blaze, uh, Cody was texting me in the middle of a shift. The server, Saturday night, I'm getting my ass handed to me. I've got credit cards off the wazoo in my pocket to keep tabs. People bitching that shit's like, it was just a really bad weekend. And he's just like sending me, my phone is buzzing <laughs> in my pocket. And I'm like, what? What is going on? And like, what like, is going on? these cute pictures. I'm like, hey. Like, like, what's up? Like, I can't work. Yeah, like, <laughs> trying to make some money. <laughs> flow, bro. What's going on? And he's like, should we get one? And I'm just like, yeah, sure. Ask my grandma. And then, like, if she says yes, it's fine. Thinking, you know, I didn't think he, oh my God. You didn't think he was going to say it. I didn't think he'd call my bluff. And he did. He's like, okay, which he one did. do you want? He's like, so I want a dog. I'm like, oh, I, I, want the boy and I, I want the black and white one he looks so cute I'm looking at you Blaze here he is. see you and <laughs> we got him the next day and I come home and there's this little puppy and I'm just like you're so cute but I'm so not in the mood right now yeah you're so yeah, cute but and so the bad. amount of work like I told Cody too yeah. I'm like do you realize the amount of work you need for a puppy like 
you have to train them That's you have to lot. get all the stuff like we don't even have like potty pads we don't we don't have anything and you're wanting to get this dog now where are we yeah. gonna put him like what the fuck we have no space what are we doing <laughs> we have no space <laughs> he's gonna be a hundred pound dog cool <laughs> oh my god i give me a big boy oh my god he's so cute though like he's so cute he's such a mama's boy it is ridiculous but yeah i i told him everyone's like oh we're gonna have kids i'm like mm, not till early 30s like i'm waiting i am so <laughs> waiting and that's when we'll start like trying you know yeah yeah, it's, yeah. no we have plenty of time my eggs are good you have so much time. if my mom could have kids at 40 something yeah. i'm good <laughs> yeah we're yeah, good right? keep working out you'll be fine we're awesome we're awesome <laughs> Okay, one last question because I know we're getting close to time. Um, oh my god, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oh, um, so <laughs> what was probably like the biggest lesson that you had to learn just throughout your whole journey? Oh, one's oh. <laughs> a hard one. Um, the biggest lesson I would say two and I would say to learn how to be comfortable and really love who I am and to ask for help and I don't think I would Mm -hmm. be here without either of them so I'm just gonna say that's the biggest lesson um but just the realization of communication of like you can't expect people to know what you're going through. You can't expect people to help you if you don't tell them you need help. Um, and in one of my uh, first, I used to work in athletics and in one of my first staff meetings with um, one of our new vice presidents, she had us stand up as a room full of 50 like head coaches and senior administrators and people who make so much money. And this brand new woman is coming in and she said, stand up. And we, uh, we all stood up and she said, I want you to practice saying something so that you can tell your students how to say it. And she had us all raise our hand and she said, I need help. And we all had to repeat it back to her. And I was like, wow, like I am in my mid twenties. I don't think I've ever said that out loud in a room full of people. Like, it's just such a thing in our society of like, if you need help, you're weak or you're a failure or whatever, like you should be able to do it by yourself. No, like that's bullshit. You can't do anything by yourself. Okay. Like you have to be able to ask for help. You have to practice Mm -hmm. it. You have to feel comfortable saying it. And you have to have a group of, you know, five people that if you say, I'm not okay, I need help. They're going to call you right back. They're going to text you right back. And I think it's, I always tell my friends like dependable and available are two different things. Dependable is I can text you and I can say, I need help. And I know you're going to call me back. I don't expect you to be available 24 seven, but I do expect you to be dependable. Um, and so finding those people where if I say I need help, cause I'm not going to say it to everyone. Like if I say it to you, I need you to, to come to Yeah. Shit. I yeah. got like chills. Cause those are two things that I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're important. Yeah. Asking They're for help is important. definitely something that I struggle with. Like it, I, I'm very my mom raises me very like independent and she made it to, sh- to where mm-hmm. she's just like she's like I'm not gonna sit here and make it to where you know like 
you don't need no man. She's like, no, men are awesome. You know, that kind of thing. She's like, I do want you though, yeah. to be independent for if anything does happen where you split up or like there's a death that you know how to can't handle your own finances and that you can pay the rent or mortgage by yourself pay all the bills by yourself yeah and not struggle yeah and that really stuck with me yeah and (laughs) I told her and she's like I didn't know y'all were listening I'm like no mom why do you think we all work so much and like we don't ask you for help like my account will go negative before I call my mom I'm the same way and she's like Yes, I'm the same like exact way. Like, my parents raised me the same way to be very strong, be very independent, be thoughtful, um, be strong-willed. And I think it's really, really great 90% of the time. But in that 10% where you're mm-hmm. sitting in a deep, dark place or you need financial help or whatever, and you're like, oh, I can do all things by mm-hmm. myself. But what if I can't? Yeah. You have to be able to ask for help. Yeah, and that's... Like, you well- have to. Yeah, my mom, she's just like, yeah, be independent, be on that, but, like, when you need help, ask for that shit. Like, she, still to this day, has to tell us, like, are you good? Do you need help with anything? Like, she's like, Siri, what are you for your birthday? Yeah. Just send me some cash. I can pay some bills. You know? Like, <laughs> I'm an adult, you know? Yeah, just send <laughs> me that money. money. <laughs> right? Like, what else she's just Robert? like, okay, besides cash, she's like, I don't know, Barnes Noble gift card, like, I don't know. So now she sends me friends suits for my birthday. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, I want cash. Ooh, that's a good one yeah. though. Because you bring She's summer. got like all my one pieces that I are I'm in pictures in. She's bought me. Oh my god. She's a winner. I'm like, yes. Yeah, I always tell my mom and my dad, I'm like, oh, I, I just want cash or whatever. And they're like, okay, but what else? And like gift cards. And they're like, okay, but what else? And so then they'll yeah. get me like an actual thing. And they've actually been doing a really good job. I think last year I got some Nike tennis shoes. That's what's up. Good job. You know, yeah, I just started spending money yeah. on myself. And that's been a lot of Gymshark purchases. Mm. It's, it's addicting. I need to stop. Like, part of my yeah, your, your like work. It's very, like, I you know, live in gym of, clothes. So. But I think they can be cute. Yeah. You know? Exactly. It's a tax right off. shit. You got it. Boom. I'm going to do that now. Yeah. It's a good thing I have receipts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. Sunday your business. Got that video. You wearing yep. the Gymshark outfit. Trying to be, like, you know, right there. an ambassador. Yeah. I think that'd be so cool. <laughs> Get some free <laughs> shit. Yes. Sponsor Gymshark, me. sponsor me. <laughs> Especially now. Like, exactly. Bring some diversity, you know? I'm, you know, I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just saying. True. They do have some. They sure. do have some, you know, black people on their sites. You know, they could have more. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, because like, you don't really see a lot of people like people like us on with like brand partnerships. You know, so I think it's very important. Yeah, yeah. I think it's coming more and more, it's but very, it's very still slow. slower. Very slow. But yeah. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Oh my goodness. Of course. Yeah, of course. Thanks and for having me. Find you and your book. So, yes, my book. So, um, you can find me at, at Teresa XM Lucas on Instagram. Um, and then if you go to my Instagram, everything else is linked there in the bio. So, for sure, go and follow me on that to stay up to date. 
Um, and then my book with these words is available online on Amazon, um, on Amazon Kindle, Walmart, mm-hmm. and Barnes and Noble. That is so awesome. So awesome. I'm actually yeah. going to order it because I want yeah. the physical copy. So I'm going to order it. Yeah. And then I'm going to share that shit. I'm yeah. so excited, dude. I'm so excited. Do it. And then yeah. do it. Yes. Oh, and if people want more information on me, like not Instagram, they can go to my website and that's www.happygolucas.com. I'll make sure to put all those in the show notes. Oh, thank you so much, girl. Thank you. I appreciate this so much. Of course. Thank you. I know. We have to do it again. again. And I think think if you do it again, it could be like an in-depth of your book. Oh, I'm here for that. After you read it, we can just be like, hey. Yeah, we could do an Instagram live. So we could do whatever. So down. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll see you later, girl. Bye. All right. Bye.